please like please don't don't let me don't let me go like give me another chance give me another chance that's yeah. what it felt like um and they that's when the police came like and they had guns so i was i had to like like come back and I had to like be like, all right, you can take me because I was scared that they were going to shoot me. Wow. Yeah. yeah right. um, so, and they were, and no one was speaking English, which made it, um, but they essentially like handcuffed me, took me, put me in the back of the squad car and then took me to the psych ward. And then when I got in the room, like seven or eight people had to come in and like hold me down because I was like, I was quite a strong guy. So yeah. I was like, like not allowing them to hold me down. I was like, get off me, get off me. Because all this spiritual warfare was still going on in my head. Hey everyone, you are listening to The Happenance Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Casadillo. Now, every Monday, I'll be releasing a podcast on a range of different topics to do with travel and adventure, to overcoming addictions, and also about journeying with God. This is a place where people from all walks of life can share their story, the good, the bad, the ugly, and with vulnerability being the weapon. Time to make it happen. Hello everyone, welcome to the Happenance Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Castillo, and today I've got a brilliant, brilliant, honest and honest dude who's just, who was open with me from the get-go. Um, I met him while we were red frogging together and helping safeguarding the leavers, uh, young people, and just uh, in the midst of all the chaos that was happening, we got to have some lots of heart, heart-to-heart conversations, and I was like, man, i got to get you on this podcast, and so mm. here he is, Dan. Welcome. Love that. Love that. What an intro. What an intro. <laughs> I think I'm slowly getting better. I love that, I, I used to be I love shocking. It. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> so we've got two Daniels here. Two um, Daniels, Dan Squared. Yeah. And um, just from the get-go, man, how honest you've been with me about your story and mm. your testimony going mm. just about your life um, is just incredible. And I've seen how you've talked to other people about it and it's just... It's so cool to see. Yeah, so bro. now we've got a microphone between us. Oh, we from, do. We do. It's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And we've always kind of, when I'm trying to explore someone's story, we've got so much to talk about. I almost think like, oh, where do we begin? Yeah. But I reckon the biggest, best place is to begin. It's just at the beginning. Let's do it. So I reckon we're just going to go to high school and you're just going to tell us because you've told me you've um, been through um, sex, mm. drug addiction, mm. lots mm. of stuff, relationships, all that. And we're going to get into it. But we're going to start into high school. Yeah. Um, what was that like for you? Man, what a weird time. Yeah. High school's a weird time. Um, I really struggled with trying to to be cool, you know? Like, I went to an all-guys school, so a lot of testosterone, a lot of changes, um, trying to understand kind of where I fit in and what I should be doing and if I should be doing what I love or doing something to be cool and fit in. And it was kind of that battle for me. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, it was, you know, very much all about trying to, trying to get with girls and trying to talk to girls. And that's what you had to do to be cool. And, and I really like struggled with that because I, a lot of me was just like, this doesn't, doesn't feel right. I, I shouldn't be saying these things or doing these things or, or like the hookup culture, hookup culture, bro. Yeah. Hookup yeah. culture. Um, yeah. And I pretty much, yeah, just dived into it way too soon, too young, didn't know what I was doing. Mm. Um, did you grow up in a Christian family? No, I did no. not. Um, I was very much an atheist, as a, as my, as most of my family are, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they wouldn't really care about, um, like, like hooking up and things like that in high school? They just thought it was normal? Oh, very normal, yeah. yeah. It, it, normal as everyone else, the same as all my friends. It was, um, 
that was what you did. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then going from there, um, how old were you when that started happening? Uh, I think I was maybe about year, well, about 12, 13 years old when I started remembering like really actively like wanting to kiss a girl, like being like, oh, I haven't kissed someone yet. This is, this is weird. Like I'm going to get picked on at school. Everyone's doing that. Um, so that's probably started at about 12, 13 and then we'll jump to about 15 was when I lost my virginity, yep. um, with my first girlfriend. Um, and looking back on that, that was just completely, yeah, it just was all for this thing I created in my head that I had to, I had to achieve it, I had to, I had to get there mm. to, to feel a certain way, you know, to, mm. to, to feel like I was one of the boys, like, and it's crazy to look back on. And, um, now I've, you know, found faith and, and, and God's given me the revelations that I've received to kind of show me all those, all those wrongdoings, bro. Yeah. All those wrongdoings yeah. and, and yeah. the way that my mind was set on, on certain things, man. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and how long was that kind of, was that all of high school? The chasing girls around? All of and, high school, bro. Yeah, yeah. All of high school. Um, yeah. so that was just the culture. Yeah. Um, and that was where the people wanted, how, how strongly people wanted to dive into that, um, was up to them. But I mean, if you wanted to fit in and not get bullied, I was mm. like, yeah, it was my take on it. You, you did as the, the boys did and you, you, you know, you went to parties and trying to get with girls. Yeah. That was normal. Yeah. 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 And then going from there into that like party scene and everything like that, obviously yep. there would have been, you know, drugs and alcohol, lots of experimenting and bro, things like that. Yeah. What was your journey with that? So I was always like very anti drugs and alcohol. Um, I've got amazing parents who always, you know, push the, push the don't take drugs kind of, kind of thing on me, which I was very, very happy and blessed to have. But then I, at 18, um, so I pretty much started drinking about 16, I think 16, 17. I, I think I promised my parents that I'd wait till year 12. So I started properly drinking year 12, going to parties in year 12. Um, and that's when like, you know, ramped up with getting with girls cause obviously alcohol's involved. Mm. Um, but was still very much anti, anti drugs. Um, and I was very, very sure on that until I think I was about, I think I was 18 and I, I'd got peer pressured into taking ecstasy. Yeah. Um, and that was from my best friend's older brother at the time, who was five or six years older. And like, I just remember it wasn't that I, I knew I didn't want to do it and I knew that it wasn't the right thing to do, but it was what, you know, my best friend was doing at the time and it was what everyone was doing. And I was just like, all right, well, and I was drunk as well. And I was like, let's, let's just do this. And then from there, 18 until this year. So what we've got. Eight years. It's been eight yeah. years. Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. So it's been eight years of you know addiction on and off. Just from yeah. that. Just from saying yes, bro. Just yeah. from saying yes when I should have said no. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And was that um, <clears throat> was it mostly like just party drugs like ecstasy, MDMA, things like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Mainly, yeah. mainly party drugs. But um, yeah. No. So nothing too, nothing too heavy. I made sure I'd never. You didn't touch heroin. Or heroin or, or crack or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. Good, but it was good. mainly mainly yeah. party drugs. Um, yeah. And then when it got really bad was when I got addicted to my medication, which is right. my dexamphetamine, which is just an, essentially amphetamine medication. So it's it's essentially like doing like doing amphetamines because I was taking so much of it, you know. So yeah, it's, it's just like yeah. it just because it has a um, I have a script for it. Yeah, and I can get it in a bottle doesn't mean it's not 
wow. a, a heavy drug that you can you can take a lot of and, and ruin and ruin your life, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, w- when did that start happening? When did you get that? So, I pretty much I used I used dexamphetamines all through uni. So I did six years of study, yeah. Um, and I would use them on and off, like at the start, not very often, just to study for exams and because it, it allowed me to focus. Um, yeah. But then later on, it became like a dependency. Once I went to see a doctor and get a script and I was allowed legally to be taking them, um, the amount I was taking, it turned into like, you know, every now and then if I need a cram, I'll, I'll take some some of these and I'll get what I need to get done. I'll yeah. stay awake and I'll smash out my assignments and, and study for my exams and whatnot. But then it got to a point where I was taking like so many of them every day like it was every day and when I wasn't taking them I was not feeling like I was like why I need these like I I genuinely was like I I, when I wasn't on them I was not okay yeah like and that and that um because I had a script for them like it was I could take them and that my name was on there and it was it all felt like a a lot of me was like oh it's legal you know I'm not going off the street is that validation factor 100% bro yeah 100% and it was like I knew in my heart, I was like, I'm in trouble here. Mm. But I, I knew that I was so deep in the addiction and I didn't care. I was like, let's just keep going and whatever happens, happens. And then, and um, hit rock bottom because of it, bro, you know? And it yeah. all comes back to when I was 18 and said yes yeah. to, that, to that, one, that one pill, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of like, um, <clears throat> I guess it's kind of like the, rose, the road of compromise. Um, yep. I remember I was driving ages ago and God gave me a picture of the mm. whole concept of compromise. Mm. And like, you know, when you're driving like in a school zone, mm. you're driving at 40 Ks, 50 Ks an mm. hour. Yeah. Um, and then um, as you're driving, you're sticking to that pace, but then you start going 60 Ks an hour, yeah, yeah. 70 Ks an hour, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But then the biggest thing is, is after that, you then merge onto the highway and everyone else is going 110 k's an hour. Mm. So you kind of go on there and you're, and you know, when you're flying by in the highway, you don't actually feel like you're going 110 because bro. everything's so big and yeah. it takes a while to pass through past, past things and yeah, things like that. Yeah. But then you're going 110 k's an hour on the highway. And then to go 110 k's an hour back to the school zone, mm. you crash. That's Do it, you know bro. what I mean? And 100%. so that's like the, the, I think a kind of like a, the road of compromise and just how mm. progressive, how emerging, how convenient, how mm. easy it is and how mm. comfortable it is to keep continuously compromising. Mm. So true. Um, and so, so true. where did that kind of road of compromise lead you? Bro, rock bottom, bro. Um, yeah. Full on depression, um, anxiety, suicidal tendencies, suicidal thoughts. Um, and that's pretty much, yeah, I lost, I lost everything. Yeah. Um, how old were you when that happened? That was this year, bro. Yeah, wow. That was this wow. year, and that's how, um, how I found faith, man. Um, God found me in that time, bro. Wow. And, um, yeah, yeah. Showed yeah. me there's more to life, and just said, "Yeah, I'm gonna take you on this journey, and yeah, we're gonna, we're wow. gonna, yeah, we're gonna get better. I'm gonna heal you." Yeah, um, wow. And he and he did, and yeah. he's continuing to do. And so. that's very evident for me. I can't mm. imagine you. Um, Having depression or suicidal ideation or anything like that. Yeah, bro. But can I ask, going back to that, um, were there any kind of trigger factors that mm. kind of got you into this rock bottom? Was it like what what kind of like led you down there? I just for me, I really struggled with finding like a a purpose. Like what? Why was I on? Why am I here? What am I doing? And I've gone to uni. I've done my study. I've you know I've gone and 
got a, a, a good looking girlfriend. I've gone that, that I didn't get satisfied by that. I've gone and done my studies. I didn't feel satisfied when I completed my master's. I gone, went and did this grad program, this job that I was supposed to feel great when I go and get started doing that. Didn't, didn't feel good from doing that. And I just, I was like, why do I keep trying to achieve these things? And then when I get to them and I achieve them, I don't feel any satisfaction. Is this what life is? It has to be more to life. And because of that, that, that lack you know, that I just had so many idols in my life. I was making so many things my God. And when, when I when I would achieve them, I'd be like, well, on to the next thing. And that, that lack of, you know, true purpose in life, that there was, that there was something more was causing me just to, to spiral into to this drug addiction, you know? Yeah, 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 wow. Wow, lack of purpose. Yeah. And um how was that with um like what you said about the girlfriend? Yeah. Um when did you guys start that was like a long term girlfriend? It was, it? yeah. So I've had three three relationships. So I've been like we like I talked about in high school, I was never even though it was that, you know, that culture of getting with girls, I never felt like that was I always felt like it was wrong. There was something in me that was telling me it was wrong. Yeah. Um, so I was always someone to get into a relationship and, and I felt better doing that. But then again, like I was, I was having sex throughout, you know, um, that was all the relationships started on sex, you know, and that was because that's was normal for me at that time, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my, my, my ex, um, of three years who, who was, um, also my ex fiance, um, who I'm still deeply in love with. Um, and I, yeah, I can't explain like the love I have for her, it's, it, she's, she's just the best person in, I've ever met in my life. And I wow. have not, I have nothing. And you guys aren't together anymore. We aren't together anymore. Yeah. Um, so when did you guys start dating? We started dating, I would have been about just over three years, three and a half years ago, I think. Yeah. And that was in uni and everything like that? Yes. Yeah, so I was at uni, she was at uni. Um, and we messaged, I messaged her on Tinder, um, and this is when I had been I had been single for a little bit, and I'd been going falling back into bad ways of like sleeping with women, like waking up next to people, and like oh, don't even remember sleeping with you, you know, like yeah, that kind of. Yeah. Uh, and I'd been going through that after after breaking up with my other partner, and I don't know, I just I saw her profile on Tinder, and I just remember like just feeling like I needed I needed I don't know, I just I felt like I need to meet this girl, like I need to meet this girl, so I messaged her, and we ended up just catching up and no joke we just went to a bar and just played scrabble and just like <laughs> connected like it was like it, it was just just it was unreal like looking back on it i'm like it's crazy like god i know for a fact that god put us together in that moment right. like I, yeah. I know it in my heart that he even led, using tinder love that, that even using tinder <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but it, we shouldn't like encourage that at <laughs> the same time we, we shouldn't encourage that but, <laughs> but that was yeah. how that yeah. was how i met her absolutely and, and um that was about yeah three and a half years ago we yeah both, right. both very young yeah yeah and in that time of um um that's when you were saying that's when the depression got worse and things like that and yeah just as you were spiraling down and hitting rock bottom mm. Um, how did she, like, was she, um, did she help you? Was she supportive? Mm. How did oh, she go about it? So supportive. Like yeah. always there, always, whether it was me laying in bed, not being able to get out of bed, she would just come over and just sit with me. Like, and I wouldn't be able to talk. Like, I'm so sad. I can't talk. She would just be there like, wow. for whenever I needed her. Like, even if I went, even I'm like, no, don't. She'd just come. Like yeah, she was... Right. 
this girl's heart, man. Like, that's why when people meet me and they, I, sometimes I get people saying like, oh, you know, you have a, a really good heart. And I'm like, that's all from her. Like, wow. wow. The person I was before meeting her. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, I don't even know that guy anymore because of this, this girl's heart, man. She has, she, she's unbelievable. Like, yeah. Right. Will drop. Will, will do anything for any stranger ever. No matter what, she'll always put them above herself. Yeah. Always. Wow. And wow. she really driv- like drove that home with me. And yeah. Um, yeah. Showed me how to love, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then and and through that time in the three and a half year relationship, mm. um, like, w- was there? Did we guys together when you found God, or how did that kind of happen? And that's where it got tricky. And I think a lot of how. The issues I had, I think it's not anyone's fault, but the enemy really got in there um, and and tore us apart. Um, so she is a Christian, um, comes from a Christian family, um, but I didn't know this until I, God found me and I actually came to her and said, like, this is happening to me. I, I feel like God's How did that me. happen to you? How did God find you? Uh, God found me in... Uh, drug-induced psychosis, my dude. So, right. um, yeah, pretty much at, at rock bottom. Um, what did that look like? Hard to explain. I've had five separate drug-induced psychoses, each one quite spiritual mm. um, and very different from one another. Um, mm. uh, but uh, one, the one where he found me was the first one was um, in... I was on a Kentucky tour in where was I uh over in Europe and I had just been like smashing um my dexamphetamines for exams like staying up for days and days and doing doing my exams um and then as soon as I finished exams I went over to this Kentucky tour doing it by myself um I was like oh it'll be great was just drinking like so heavily like all day all night um and then about halfway through in Switzerland, I started just drifting like I could kind of like I wasn't all there. I was like think I was like not not seeing or hearing things, but my mind was just started getting a bit weird. I was like, what are these thoughts? What what's going on? I don't feel like myself. And that's was over like a two or three day period where I've started kind of just not being all there to the point where I was just in this other honestly like this other realm bro, bro this mm. spiritual realm like it wasn't that I was seeing or hearing things but it, I wasn't I could see and hear everything that everyone on my Kentucky tour was talking to me but I was I was seeing and hearing like yeah. really just dark dark things yeah um, right they say that's kind of like metaphoric for you know when you're driving mm. and you can um kind of you can look at your windscreen mm. um, thing on the car and you can see all the dirt, the dead bugs, the mm. bird poo or whatever. You can focus on that or yeah. then you can kind of reiterate your eyes and then focus on the road mm. and that kind of blurs out. Mm. And then you can... It's almost like when you focus in on a camera. Yeah. Was it kind of like that? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Wow. And it was... I don't know. I felt this presence, man. Like I've never felt it before and... And it was just like this, this so overwhelming and overpowering. And it was like, you know, there's more to life. Do you, you, this is real. This is real life. Like you are, you are at a point where you can either go this way. I had, I was at a crossroad like this way mm. or this way. Like I was choosing, wow. um, I was choosing this path. I was like, am I going to continue down this road or am I going to go down this road? 
that God was leading me to is like, this is, I can take you out of this. It's going to wow. be a hard road, but I can take you out of this. And he was showing me. And, but like, yeah, no previous God like influences beforehand. Not really. Like, wow. Not really at all. I mean, I'll say that whenever I was like, he's given me some revelation over since then over my life of bits and pieces where he's been there and I've kind of felt something and it's made me realize that he was there. Yeah. I just didn't know. And I was, you know, throughout my childhood years and, and throughout my high school years, if I was really in trouble, like if I really felt in trouble, I don't know, I would, I would pray like, yeah, no joke. I would, I'd yeah. be like, I'd just pray. And I didn't know why. And mm-hmm. I just like, I, I, in my, I was like, I, I don't know why I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And, and there was several times where I would be okay. Yeah. Or you felt at peace or something. At peace like, doing yeah. that. And yeah. I felt, and, and, and what was going to happen, something bad was going to happen. It didn't happen. Interesting. So yeah, wow. that was probably as far as I as I got. And other than that, I was a I was an atheist. Like, yep. would would make would just be like, no, this is crazy. No way. No yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so then going back to Switzerland. Yeah. In a two three day, what what then happened? So yeah, so I I I ended up in a psych ward in Switzerland. Yeah. Um, and when I woke up, I was strapped down, um, by my hands by my my legs like on a table just like in a movie bro like um just couldn't move everything was strapped down like woke up um was like oh you know where am i am i alive i'm alive and just kind of trying to process what just happened whoa but like the beforehand before you wake up there yeah were you just talking to people yeah so the my friends on the contiki would just come in and, and and talk to me and i could hear them um, and they'd be like, no, it's okay. It's okay. But I had just these, 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 these thoughts this from this attack, like these negative thoughts of like, it was, it, I'll explain all this. It was kind of like I was on the brink of death. Like I felt like I was going to die. And then I, I'd be like, I'm not going to die. But then I felt again, I was going to die. And it was over and over and over and over and over. Like yeah. as I was trying to choose which way to go. Wow. So it was like this. And I got to a point where I accepted that I was going to die. Like I was like, wow. I'm, I'm going to, I, in my I just knew, I was like, I'm, I'm not coming out of this. This is my fate. I deserve this. Wow. And I, cause I was seeing like all the sins I've committed in my life. So I was, I was coming to grips with what I had done and, right. and I, and I was choosing, I was like, God, I choose this path. Like, I, please give me a second chance. Like, I choose yeah. this path. But at the same time, I, I didn't know cause I didn't know the power of, of God. I was like, well, I, I thought I deserved to, to go to hell. I was like, that's me done. Like I was done. I was right. like, and is that until... when God was talking to you and telling you which side do you want? Yeah, that's it. it yeah, was, yeah. He, yeah, it was, but um, did you kind of like, did you pass out? Did something happen for you to get to complete? No, I was, I was awake. Like yeah, I couldn't, right. I, they were trying to put me to sleep and I couldn't sleep. Like I couldn't yeah. sleep. I just laid there and like, just apparently I was just laying there and it was just receiving these insane thoughts. Like it, yeah. everything was just happening in my mind. It wow. was, it was crazy. So I ended up, they ended up taking me to the hospital the next day. Um, and this was still happening. Like I was just freaking out. Like I was seeing things, I was hearing things. Um, and they took me to the hospital and the, the nurse was like, okay, we're going to need to inject you with something. And I was like, no, no way am I getting a needle right now? I was freaking out. I was like, I'm not, I didn't trust anyone. I had no trust. I was like, mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like, oh, everyone's out to get me at this point. I was like, yeah. I, I'm not allowing you to put a needle in. I just tried to run away. Like, I just sprinted in this random hospital in Switzerland, wow. like sprinted, like screaming down the halls, like literally screaming down the halls. Wow. Um, running away, being like, like 
because I thought I was going to die. I was like, I don't want to go out this way. So I was just running, like just trying to find a place, like just yelling out to God, like, yeah. please, like, please, like, please don't, don't let me, don't let me go. Like, give me another chance. Give me another chance. That's yeah. what it felt like. Um, and they, that's when the police came, like, and they had guns. So I was, I had to like, like come back and I had to like be like, all right, you can take me because I was scared that they were going to shoot me. Wow. Yeah. yeah right. Um, so, and they were, and no one was speaking English, which made it, um, a really? Lot in Switzerland? Well. They were, but there was, with, with everything that was going, they were speaking by themselves in another language. So yeah. it was also like, I was in and out. It was. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. but they essentially like handcuffed me, took me, put me in the back of the squad car and then took me to the psych ward. And then when I got in the room, like seven or eight people had to come in and like hold me down. Cause I was like, I was quite a strong guy. So yeah. I was like, like not allowing them to hold me down. I was like, get off me, get off me. And, Cause it, all this spiritual warfare was still going on in my head. Wow. Um, and, but I, I finally felt like that was it. When, when I allowed them to hold me down and inject me with something to like calm me down, uh, uh, I, that was when I had just, accepted like I was going to die. I was like, um, that's me done until I woke up. And that's when I woke up. Yeah. Wow. 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 And, um, what happened when you woke up? Uh, I woke up, I went, yeah, where like, there's no more spiritual warfare going on. I'm like, I'm not obviously, I'm me. I've got my thoughts. I like felt myself. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. And you were in the psych ward still? In the psych ward by myself. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I'm alive. That's good. Um, yeah. Didn't want to overcomplicate anything yet. So just, I think I yelled out and someone came in and, and explained and I just apologized and said, um, I said, I, I remember what happened. Like I apologized and said, um, can I speak to my parents? And apparently they contacted my parents and then I just had to had to wait there until my parents got there, and then they came in. and I just started like crying profusely and just being and like, wow. just because that's when I realized. It. Once I saw them, I was like, I'm I'm still alive. Before wow. then, I was like, I knew I was alive, but I was wow. like, I haven't really seen anyone that definitely cements the fact wow. that I'm alive. Yeah. And um, how long did it take for them to get there? Like a day or two? They were already on. They were going to London because we were going to meet up in London. So they it didn't take them very long. Okay. They just went straight across yeah i think they had just gotten to london so yeah wow. about a day yeah wow and like from then on is that when you were like okay like I, god is real yeah so that's i mean it would have been great if i just accepted him then yeah. but me silly me was like all right god is real um but I, you know, I didn't have a i didn't have a church i didn't have i didn't know who to talk to i didn't yeah. have any christian friends i i ended yeah. up just back where i was like yeah. turning back to alcohol and drugs you know yeah. like yeah. and that was <laughs> back on the Kentucky tour <laughs> no not on the Kentucky <laughs> tour was done yeah yeah i think yeah. daniel's time to party was over yeah um, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah praise god yeah. Um, uh yeah. but yeah, man, and it took. That's why it, it took five psychoses for me to fully. Wow. And that's why when I explained, like he taught me something in each, you know, and they, yeah. they, none of them were as hectic as that first one. That was mm. like. Yeah, so that was the first one. That was the first one, and there were five different occasions Correct. where, um, drug, drug, drug induced, psycho- drug induced yeah. Psychosis. So I had that, yeah. that. Whether that that one was quite, for me. I like I, I smoked marijuana in um, Amsterdam, and that it could have been like a reason, you know, a trigger bef- 
to lead into they, they thought it was a psychosis probably a drug induced but I didn't take anything I was just drinking mm. but I was taking so many drugs before I went so yeah. that was a drug induced psychosis and each of the ones after were were actively me taking drugs and then going into a psychosis yeah yeah um, do, do atheists now whenever mm. you talk about your story do they ever um, debate with you and just kind of say well maybe you were just paranoid and maybe you just saw things 100% yeah, bro they and, think I'm crazy man yeah, and so how do you respond to that because it's kind of like you know how could God reach out to someone who's in a drug in, in, in psychosis? psychosis? Yeah, man. Like, isn't that your imagination? That's your creative yeah. Yeah. right side of the brain. Yeah. No logical side of the brain. That's yeah. that's your kind of thing. Yeah. So you have, dare I say, no right to involve God in that. That's just on 100%, you. 100%, yeah. How do you respond to that? I, honestly, I can only respond... Is it, like, you, people don't have to say what I'm saying yeah, believe what I'm saying I'm just sharing my testimony that yeah. I believe God's given me and that's mm. whoever wants to interpret that as as that it's their right to interpret that I don't I don't mind what anyone does with with what I'm saying it's yeah. he, God has now this is my God I know for a fact that God has put into my heart that this it was him and this is he's given me this testimony mm. and 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 he wants me to, to share it to show, you know, that he's real and the power mm. of uh, and what he can do and he can heal. And, and, mm. and I just know that. And it's not something that I'm more than happy for people to say, all right, well, um, that uh, you might believe that, but I don't believe that. That's cool. Mm. I believe it. Yeah, I know yeah. it in my heart. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to change. Absolutely. It's not going to change my view on it. Absolutely. Um, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, what a, what and I have, I have nothing but respect for anyone's, you know, perspective on it. Yeah. That's great. And if you don't want to hear it, that's great as well. Yeah, also, yeah. but if someone asks, I'm gonna share it. Because, yeah, absolutely. Because God's put in my heart to share it, uh, yeah. and, he, and He's given me this testimony. Yeah. Why not share it? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's the best thing, and on how God can reach us. Do mm, you know what I mean? Whether mm, they be mm. through crazy experiences like drug, um, drug. What is it? Drug induced psychosis. psychosis. Yeah, drug yeah. psychosis, or with dreams and different things. For One sure. of my mates. Um, you know, grew up in a Christian family, everything like that. Mm. But as we were both growing up, we were just lukewarm. We mm. used the convenience and the comfort of God, you know. For sure, I mean? yeah. Still look at porn, we yeah. would party, do the, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he had a dream um, and it was pretty much, um, how to go? Yeah, yeah. He saw two sides, um, like the God factor and not many people on that side, mm. but then, and then dare I say hell with mm. lots of people and mm. demons and things like that. And there was a big, and there was a big fence in the middle and that's where he was uh, standing on. Yeah. And then God, or oh, he heard a voice saying like, you pick a side and mm. he just became too anxious and mm. too scared. He decided he couldn't pick a side. Wow. You know what I mean? And so then everything kind of drifted away. Both sides drifted away. He was just sitting on this fence and then the devil came back and wow. with a big smile on his face and um, he was in his head. He saw it. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I didn't pick God, but like I definitely didn't pick you. Wow. And then the devil said, I own the fence. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. I own the fence. So You're mine. Wow. And um, as soon as he told me that, I was just like, wow. Like that really wow. kind of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Because I think nowadays... Um, we kind of love to kind of sugarcoat things and there's not, not really a great deal of sense of urgency 100%. on our faith. And do you know what I mean? Of yeah. what we got to kind of 
what our responsibility is. I don't, you know what I mean? Mm. And still, I'm still navigating all of that now. Mm. But, um, and that's why these stories, these testimonies are just so powerful because they're just so real. And, and, and people don't even have, you know, these massive kind of testimonies like you have and things like that. But a story is still a story. Do you know what I mean? And no one can take that away from you. And man, I want to go back to, um, your last drug induced psychosis. Mm -hmm. Um, when you gave your life to God from that. Yep. What happened there? Oh, bro. So the last one was very much peaceful, man. Um, I had, I had, I had relapsed and I'd gone and picked up my script for my dexamphetamines. Um, and had been taking them for a couple days. Um, and at the time, I was very much depressed. Like, I was I had a period where I was um, in bed. Like, for, I think it was two or three months, I was just, like, really struggling to get out of bed. Really, really big depression. And mm. I just felt like, during this psychosis, I just felt like a peace. Like, it was it was all, it was going to be over. Um, that everything I went through was, it didn't have, you know, it happened for a reason. And, and that, that there is you know, there is a plan for me and that, that there is a purpose for me and that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of God's children and that I'll, yeah, that, that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very hard to be like, accept because I was, I was very depressed at the time. Like I was like, okay, this is weird. Well, am I just going to get out of like this depression? I still have to get through this depression right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to get out of bed. But when I came out of it, um, I just had all this clarity and I, I got out of bed and I flushed um, all the all the pills down the, the toilet and wow. I went into my um, went to my parents and just said, Hey, I've relapsed, I've been taking these pills, I just flushed them down the toilet. I don't just God was like, oh, you have to tell your parents, I just told them everything. And then from there, like I was I was healed, bro. I I wow. I was I, I, yeah. Honestly, like overnight I was healed. Wow. Um, and wow. I was able to do things again like I was yeah. able he started refining me and, and rebuilding me yeah. um, and, did, was, and did you know that like like you, know, you obviously knew it was some kind of you know higher power mm, do you know what I mean mm, like when lots of people don't know about um, Jesus the Jesus factor Jesus Christ dying yeah. for your sins and all they kind of just um, give credit to a higher power yeah, of some sort Yeah, is that what you kind of gave credit to or did so you go at, straight to at, Jesus yeah at that time it was a higher power you know I yeah. wasn't he's only recently shown me you know jesus and 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 what i've needed to see and 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 um at that time all i knew was there was a higher power there's god and he was doing this for me and i knew that he was going to show me show me jesus um later and and allow me to fall in love with jesus and 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 get to know jesus you know that that came later on once once i was once i was healed and able to to start saying yes to the things that he was asking of me. Right. And, um, how was the relationship with your girlfriend in that time? So, um, that after that, the psychosis before that one was when we broke up. So, um, that, uh, that psychosis was, I ended up going and smoking marijuana and taking my dexamphetamines. Um, and just going, I drove like away and I didn't want any, to be with anyone. I, I was like in my car and just driving around all night. Like it, it was, it was essentially like me 
I was very depressed and I was I was trying to figure out if I, I'm going to end it all. Like I was, that was wow. where I was very at a very low point. Um, but once again, you know, there, there was that, that presence and, it, um, that, that kind of, you know, you kind of just like looking at different opportunities, like cr- drive into this. Yeah, house, it was, it was street. just, I was driving around because I knew if I stopped driving, I was going to do something bad. Wow. So wow. God was with me and was just like, let's just drive. Like, let's wow. just, let's just drive. Yeah. Um, and let's just get it all out. I'll be, I'm here. Um, and you, at this point, you know, what, what's my, what, who I am, what my voice is. And, and you know, when I'm speaking to you, you know, when the enemy's speaking to you. So it was a lot more clear to what he was saying than when the enemy was trying to get it through. Um, and he was like, let's just drive. Um, so I just drove literally all night, um, battled with a lot of demons. Um, and at the end of it, um, I was, I had left my car somewhere and I was walking, I'd been walking down to the, I just was walking for hours actually. That was crazy. And I was walking mm-hmm. along the beach and back up to my house and my family and my friends had been looking for me all night because so my phone was dead. And so, um, my, yeah, my ex-partner found me, um, and was just like, Daniel, you know, we have to, we have to take you to the hospital. We have to take you to the hospital. And I was like, no. Was she worried that you committed suicide? Uh, well, I don't know what they didn't, you know, they didn't know they didn't, they, Mm. they couldn't contact me. Um, they didn't know what I was doing. So I think my family was reaching out to all my friends being like, we need to go find him. Mm. Um, but once my, yeah, once she found me, um, I was really battling with it still. Um, God was speaking to me, like giving me, telling me what to do, like, you know, that it's going to be okay and and that you you are going to get through this. But it would have been so tough for her to see me. Like I was, you know, if, if anyone that's in it sees anyone in a psychosis, it's not, it's not, if you love someone, you see him in that. I can't even imagine the pain I would have caused her. Like, um, and it took, it took a lot of time for God to allow me to find peace with the fact that I could hurt the person I love most in this world. Like, you know, um, Mm. But yeah, she she found me and 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 I, I remember just like, so much of me wanted to go with her and 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 just let her, you know, fix me, but and let her help me. But God, I just felt this voice. It was like, I'm, we're gonna do this together. Like you are broken, and you are breaking, this girl that you love, mm. and that I love. You're breaking her, mm. um, and you are dragging her down with you you have to tell her like to leave. Wow. You have to tell her to leave. Like, yeah. And, and I did, I, I had, I literally remember like, I was so hard. I was just said, I just said like, Oh, I don't love you. Please leave. Like, right. Wow. And that was so tough, man. Like it wow. was so tough, bro. Um, cause that's, that wasn't true. Like, yeah. yeah. But she, she, I, for whatever reason I had, like I couldn't, allow her to be dragged down. She was, you know, seeing the person you love, go do something like that, take these drugs, be suicidal, you know, be on the brink of death. I can't even imagine what that would have caused her Um, and the pain that she would have felt. And I knew in that moment that I had to, I had to do it with God and that was just going to be us two. And he was going to, he was going to heal me. But so I told her, 
I don't love you anymore. Please leave. And, 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 and I ran, I just remember running away and she started crying and then, uh, I ended up going, I think I ended up going, yeah, in an, in an ambulance back to hospital. And when I came out of it, um, I just spoke to my mum and, and said, uh, oh, so is Marika, oh, said, I said name there, but I said, is my, is my, ex, is my ex okay? Um, and she said, yeah, she, she just said, don't, don't, don't contact her. Um, so, yeah. and that was hard, like so hard. And I knew yeah. at this point I knew I was like, that had to be that way. Um, yeah. but I was like, this is the person I love most in this world. Um, mm. and I, this is the person I wanted to marry. This is the person that I, I like my best friend. Um, yeah. and it was like, don't contact her. Wow. And I was yeah. like, wow, God, like. Like I was like, how how are you working? Like how is this part of my plan? Like why we why are you taking this girl that I love so much and she loves me so much and you're taking her away from me? You know. Mm. Um, Mm. but let's fast forward to now and that was yeah that was exactly what needed to happen. Wow! And can I ask when did that happen? I want to say about June. Wow! So (laughs) fairly recent. Oh yeah. Wow, man! I think it was right. Jim. Yeah, I think it was around well, mid- midway through the year. I can't. I, I, I take one day at a time. So yeah, dates for me at the moment. Yeah, no, you're fine. But I think with those massive stories, we often think, "Oh, that was five years in the past, <laughs> no, and now you're all fine." You know, what I mean, that's what I love about. God works so quickly. I uh, know, but that's what I love about when people who just open up on this platform is that it's like it's still current, it's still oh, hard, bro. and it's still something, and it's still heavy and it's 100% but it's worthwhile 100% and Um, so um just like after you guys split up in June mm. um when did the Jesus factor come in yeah so on I had been building my faith throughout um a lot of these like between psychosis is like I knew there was a God and I was yeah. like, so I had been building my faith and, and, and listening to, listening to, you know, certain sermons I needed to listen to, started reading the Bible. Um, and God was kind of guiding me what and what to do and what to listen to and, and where to go and who to talk to. Yeah. Can yeah. I just ask, um, was it all like, were they all, was it all linked to Christianity or was there Hinduism, Buddhism, anything like that? Uh, for me, uh, God led me to Christianity. Um, and that was my journey, you know, um, yeah. and that is, yeah, that's where he, he led me to. And that's where, where I'm at right now, you know, yeah. um, yeah. building my, that faith each and every day. Um, yeah. and yeah, he's refining me each and every day and, and, and has given me, allowed me to, to build this relationship with Jesus, um, mm. which is just so, so beautiful and so pure and, 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 and I'm just so incredibly blessed to that he's yeah given me that ability to build that relationship. Yeah, and wow. It's, wow. Um, it's, and so what were the building blocks? How did you get there? I, I mean, I didn't really understand because I, I, I coming from an atheist background, man, I didn't really understand much of anything. Mm. And it was honestly he would he would most of my days since since um you know giving my life to God, I pretty much it's it took me a while to walk for me to feel like I'm walking in his will, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and aligning, it took me a while to start saying yes to everything that mm. he asks. And until yeah. I start fully gave myself and started saying yes and just accepting that and having that trust that no matter what he's asking me to do, no matter how I feel, 
it's mm. always going to work out for good yeah. in the long run. Once I aligned mm. that with with um you know once I aligned that with with what I was doing each and every day, where I'd get up and I'd, I'd pray and I'd, I'd I'd ask him to show me and tell me, give my day to him, you know, be my ears, be my hands, be my feet, be my shepherd, show me what I need to do today. Let me do whatever it is you want me to do. Mm. And once I prayed about that and, and started doing that in the mornings, he started to like just give me you know, give me little little tasks to do and, and things that would were just, you know, building me up and, and, and refining me and and, and, and and one of those things on on your question was, you know, that relationship with Jesus. He he didn't just go like, All right, this is Jesus where you you're gonna love Jesus, you know, get to know it was just he would lead me to, you know, a church that was speaking about such and such, and then I'd learn a bit there, or he'd lead me to a sermon, and I'd learn mm. a bit there, or he'd lead me to a, a passage yeah. in the Bible, and I'd learn a bit there, and he just yeah. literally did these building blocks yeah. to get to a point where... It's I, like when you're, like, horse racing. You focus on lap one. You don't worry about lap 100%, 10. 100%, You don't bro. worry about, like, learning about the tongues and all that kind of thing. Bro, 100%. It's lap one, learning about Jesus' and love. And it took yeah. a long time for me. I'm like, yeah. my mind originally, like, was like, well, I need to know more than just... Follow me and trust. I, yeah. need, I need to know more. Yeah. Can, can you give me a little more? Yeah. No, yeah. no, Daniel, I can't. I'm. You, this is your task, and yeah. you're going to do it, and I'm going to be with you and give you grace, and you're going to complete it, and you're going to get a revelation out, and I'll show you at a later date. But you're going to do this. Yeah. And once I fully accepted that and went, all right, every time I do what you ask, good things happen. Why am I saying? Why have I been saying no? Mm-hmm. Uh, just say yes, man. I just say, always do what he asks. And since that's happened. My relationship with Jesus have just blossomed, man. Just blossomed, yeah, and cool. I just feel so incredibly blessed to have that relationship. You know? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And um, and so what's kind of, I guess, like, what's the go now with the you guys haven't chatted or you and your girl, you and your yeah, ex partner. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's so, happening now? That's it's just funny timing. All this, isn't it? Um, so, and this is a very personal question. I man, love it. So, no, no, no. Okay. no I, yeah. oh, I'm an open book, man. Yeah. Literally, yeah. anyone could come up to me in the street and be like, "Tell me <laughs> anything." I'm like, "Let's get it, bro." Yeah, Let's I love get that. It. I love um, that. Because um, I think it's so important to share. But uh, on on that question, so last week I we hadn't talked yet since since what we spoke about, and um, so you haven't talked since June. Since, since that since that happened, and I was told yeah by my mum not to contact her, and yeah. I had told her I don't love you. Yeah, you need to leave. I had not <sighs> spoken to her. Yeah, um, and I just felt I was leaving. Um, I was I was going home from a young person's event at a church at a mate's church who'd just been speaking about you know Christian relationships and boundaries and 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 the importance of all that. And as I was driving home, I just felt his presence, and I was like, "It was like you need to call, you need to call your ex partner right now. Like you just need to call her." I was like, "Oh, okay, uh, got to say yes." So, yeah, wow. so I, I dialed her on the way home, and and she picked up, and we ended up speaking for three hours. Wow, um, on the phone, just so, it felt like two minutes. It's like this is my best friend. This is the person I love the wow. most in this world. So, how how were we? Were you first heard her say hello? Yeah. But what was that like? Did you like? Oh man, it was just pure. Was it easy? Were you nervous? Joy. No, never nervous, man. Really? No, never nervous. Yeah, right. I think never nervous, man. I don't know why. I just God's refined me to ne- never, never feel nervous because for some reason, like every you know, every time I do what He says, good things happen. So I'm like, 
I never get nervous anymore. This is this is just what needs to happen, man. Wow. Yeah, so come on. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just knew I had to call. I was like, I have to call it. Something good's gonna come out of it. Can't yeah. wait. It's excitement, really. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe you could say happiness. We'll go with that. Well, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. You love know what that. I mean? Love yeah. that, bro. Love that. So, yeah, called her. And, and when she first picked up, just joy, man. Pure joy. Just wow. hearing her voice again. Just love. Um, just felt uh, a peace that this was, you know, what was going to happen was going to happen. That it has already been written. Yeah. And the pain that you caused this girl, there was there's a reason behind it the way that it had to happen and it's not my fault uh, you know he, he allowed me to to be at peace with the fact that I, I you know I made I made huge mistakes but you know I'm, I'm only human and we make mistakes and that that I was forgiven you know and, yeah. and that he was going to make it right wow yeah. wow and I guess like uh, this is tricky because um I, I, when we chatted about this and you kind of told me a bit about, you didn't tell me about this phone call before mm. we did this podcast. Um, and like what you've been doing, you've been very open and transparent. I'm going to do the same now as yep. well. Yep. Um, and with that, um, and I talked to my, um, my, I've just recently started seeing someone for mm. a month mm. and I talked to her about your podcast, what we we're going to do. I just called her yesterday mm. Um, and says, okay, to talk about what we just been through. And she said, yeah, go for it. How's um, the timing, hey? Same yeah, I know, right? But, um, Praise God. So we, yeah, but we just um, broke up three days ago. Wow. And wow. Um, it's, um, and like, I'm not really going to exactly go right into all the nitty gritty details of it. Wow. But um, the biggest thing is, is um, I guess I wasn't... I know God can use us in all these different times and things like that, but mm. also there's that point where you, I just wasn't there and she, mm. like what you're saying, mm. like she's the exact same. She ticks all my boxes and mm. things like that. Mm. And I was like, why am I so... You just weren't present? In... Yeah. Why yeah. is it so, you know what I mean? And um, also a big thing, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I've just, you know, been um, so passionate about this. Yeah, you know, the topic of pornography and things yeah, like that going yeah, into yeah. it is because like it's still a struggle for me. It's still a war. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually made a deal with God when the accountability board started with with my roommates. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we we posted a video to YouTube and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, God, I'm not going to see anyone. Yeah. I'm not going to date anyone until I've got ninety ticks. Wow. Ninety days wow. of ticks, like in a row. So and that powerful. doesn't that doesn't eradicate the um the addiction and that yeah. doesn't kind of make it all go away and there's no temptation anymore. Yeah. Um, but in my head, um, I really believe like three months, once you've been away for something for three months, like you can, you, your, your, it's gone. hundred percent. You know, obviously you be, you, um, it could still tempted. be a battle, but yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like, it doesn't have that hold on you anymore. And did, if you don't yeah. mind me asking, did you feel that God, you know, put in your heart to do this accountability to, to, to put this board up and what was your journey? Yeah, man. Oh yeah. man, I would I would not be able to us boys would not be able to put this <laughs> accountability board in the living room where wow. everyone can see wow. it. It's all God. It's all wow. God. It's Praise all God, God. man. Praise like, God. Um, people say, you're super co- courageous for bringing this issue. And it's all him. It's all God. Bro. It's all him. So it's many all people him. when they, do you find like they, 
you're like, wow, how do you do this? And you, yeah. you, you, you don't want to accept, you're like, it's not me though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, to be honest, man, I need to actually give credit, credit is due. Yeah. You know, sometimes I do kind of be like, oh, thanks. And, uh, yeah. and I kind of take the comment yeah. from me. Yeah. And I actually need to be more intentional saying, nah, it's God. Like Love day that, in, day bro. out. Love you know that. what I mean? Love Especially that. to non-Christians as well who don't yes. see eye to eye. Yeah, definitely. Thing. Definitely. But, um, but. And how's we, that going? The. Yeah, well, like, um, in the last couple, in the last week, um, things have been hectic uh, with my new job and things like that. And that yeah. doesn't excuse it. That does not excuse it. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't there. And so, um, but the crazy thing is, man, is like when we, oh, I'm not really too, like, this is the problem when you improvise a podcast. You don't know what you can and can't say. Right. But, um, yeah, whatever you come when, with, when we when we had the chat on Sunday, mm. it was very hard, but, um, we broke up, mm. but then we still prayed together at the end. Mm, wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. And yeah. that just shows her character wow. and how, do you know what I mean? And yeah, how yeah. there's at the end of the day from a, from a very crappy, gritty conversation, wow. yeah. we both could see hope at the same time Wow. where, where, um, Wow. I'm not going to even think about dating anyone yeah, for, wow. until I've got 90 days of ticks. And that's not just on day 91. I'm just going to ask out someone or whatever. It's like, yeah. I, it's that's the minimum requirement. You know what I mean? I love that, bro. I, um, that. I think that's the coolest thing about when we, you know, chase Jesus with all our heart mm. is because we win. Do you know what I mean? Amen. And, and, Amen. and it might not be an immediate thing. Amen, it might brother. not be, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes time and whatever. Um, So it's pretty crazy to like... Obviously, you were engaged and things like that. Yeah. You had a drug-induced psychosis, <laughs> and it's a bit more of a not to not, compare with scales, not at all, man. but it's, like it's all Jesus, bro. But yeah, it's all Jesus, but it's man. crazy how um, wow, we both I have this it. thing where um, I love it. We we take action mm. with God. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, if something's not right, we fix it up. And people could argue, well, you could work on this while still being in a relationship. Mm. And I agree, you definitely can. Mm. But everyone, everyone's different. Mm. Every relationship, every different relationship, problem-solving thing is different. 100%. Do you know what I mean? No, and no two are the same. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And so when we split up just a few days ago on Sunday, yeah. Um, which by the way, if you're listening, I just want to say thank you that you let me speak so openly about this on the podcast. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to say a name, but I accidentally switched it out Um, but I really think that with our mistakes and with our trouble and with our constant kind of battles, it's actually comfort for people. Wow. And that's something that we all need to, as Christians, need to step up and so good. maybe not post them all on a podcast, no, online no, realm, no. but just to kind of um, make it known that it's okay, that it's not okay. Do you know 100%. what I mean? Because there's comfort for God to actually come in 100%. and resurrect Thank us. Jesus. Um, but that was actually a big, big thing that one of my good friends, very close friends, um, Jared told me, who goes to my church, mm. is that um, he said, um, like, at the end of the day, if you got to put the relationship to death, mm, you kill the wow, relationship. Wow. Um, and then you don't go on limbo. You don't kind of be not be, you know, more than friends and you're still in a relationship where the relationship is dead yeah. and you're just friends. You don't even speak about it and God will resuscitate it. hundred percent. When you're both running after 100%, him. hundred percent. Do you know right? what I mean? hundred percent. And, um, and that really God comes gives, first. Yeah. God and comes that, first. yeah. And he will, he will heal 
what needs to be healed and if you're going to meant to be together you will you yeah. know you'll make it happen bro. yeah it's yeah, perfect yeah, timing bro exactly sometimes exactly. you're like can't we be together now yeah yeah it's like no yeah. god has perfect timing yeah. i have to sit yeah, back and allow exactly. him to, to to do what he get what, he, what exactly. he's gonna do bro exactly Love and that. and whether or not you end up with your mm. ex or i end up with my ex but mm. That might not happen, and that happens. Life happens. But we're not—we're not supposed to know, are we? No, no, definitely not. We know whatever does happen will will happen for. It will be the best thing for us. Yeah, yeah. Just putting that complete trust in God and going like, "All right, God, I'm not sure if I want this to. You know, I want to be with this. I want to be with this person right now. I'm sure you Mm. might be the same boat, Mm. but I trust you, and I have I have faith, and I know that you are gonna." You're gonna come through for yeah. me, and I'm gonna give my everything to you, yeah. and you will remove these strongholds from my yeah. life, you know. And that's yeah. and that's yeah. it's doing that and just giving him the power to go to work, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, exactly. And I think, and I can honestly, I honestly really do believe that there are people listening right now who are in that same situation. They're still either together or whatever, mm. and they're just like, there's something like. I, like, I just want to say that, yes, you can work things out together as a couple. Mm. You definitely can. Mm. Um, but it's also okay to split. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel 100%. like there's a lot of, um, I guess, pressure in the church and in Christian relationships. There is, yeah. Where if you're in a relationship, like, it's almost guaranteed you're going to get married and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to anyone listening out there, um, I think it takes a lot of strength to take action. Um, love that, love and that. to... Whether or not you're called to split or whatever, but you have the courage to do what's right. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. um, yeah, I never want to say split and work on yourself and then come back together because sometimes you work together and you and that's fine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. At the same time, you're mm. running, or dare I say running away. Oh, mm. It's a podcast. They can't see me doing quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't write. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running oh. away, quotation marks, like breaking up. Yeah, um, yeah. is often deemed like, oh, you're a cow, you didn't work it out in the relationship. Wow, so true. But sometimes that's what God might be calling you to do. Wow. And we need to be receptive to that. Wow. But in yeah. saying that, if you're able to work out in a relationship, do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I love about you, man, is that you really took it to action. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and just like... Bro, going forward, mm. like, it, is there a time frame or with you and you get? Bro, with you? so I, I'm catching up with her tomorrow for a birthday. Get out, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, right. You know, and that, and once again, Whoa. so much of me yeah. and my my earthly ways wants to be like, oh, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna think about it. Yeah, God's like, chill. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to wow. give you the grace to handle the situation. Wow. And, and I'm not going to give you anything more than you need to know right now, which wow. is rock up, um, be enjoy each other's presence again and, 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 and be at peace with whatever is going to happen is going to happen, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. I just feel so blessed to be able to have the opportunity to, to see her again. Yeah. I'm very much, very yeah, much looking cool. forward to it. Um, wow. Wow. Wow! Yeah, wow! And come on, you gotta be a little bit nervous. I'm not nervous. Oh, bro. PD, no, you're I so nervous. You, bro. <laughs> no nerves, bro. No nerves. Oh, no, no nerves. nerves. And, um, oh, man, I love just, that. Just, love that. just, just peace, bro. Just, cool. just so happy that that she is doing well. Mm. Um, that I am doing well. Yeah. And that that yeah, we we both found God and that He's working. Yeah. And, um, cool. Cool. 
and that yeah that's it bro like yeah i want to be with this girl for the rest of my life yeah and i know that in my heart if if that is if if god if that is god's will for me i'll be ecstatic yeah but i also know that if that's not his will for me I'm good. I'm building this relationship with Jesus and he, yeah, and, and, wow. and that's so important to me and that comes first. Yeah. Um, wow. And wow. that either of those are two options are going to be amazing, yeah, yeah. but I'll accept, man, I'll accept whatever, whatever God puts in front of me. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Right. Well, dude, um, I'll give you one final question. Yeah. Um, just with everything that we've talked about to do with drugs, relationships, mm, mm. everything like that, partying, um, what advice would you like to leave people with, um, just as they continue, whether or not they're wondering about Christianity or they are a Christian, such a vague question, but what final advice would you like to pass on to people? Okay. Let's start, start with drugs. Um, just say no, just say no, don't, don't feel pressured. Whatever scenario is going on, don't feel like you have to, to do it because other people are doing it. You know, if that, if that's, if you're at a place where, and that's with anything, um, if you're at a place where, you know, you feel a little bit uncomfortable, hold on to that. There's a reason you're feeling uncomfortable. Um, and don't, don't do something just because this is for me anyway. Like I, I used to do things just because other people were doing them. And I thought I'd find validation in that. I thought if I, I, I did what others I followed and did what others did, well, then I'm going to be happy because, you know, that's what they're doing. That makes them cool and I'll be cool. And forget that. It's okay to say no. It's okay to, to figure out what works for you. And, and for the, my big thing is like drug wise, stay away, like stay away. It's a very slippery slope. And I spent all of eight years battling some serious demons, um, battling depression, anxiety, um, so many other things, bro, that we, we probably don't have time to get into, but just, just mm. say no. Like if I had said no, mm. who's to, I, that, that, who's to know? Yes. I'm at peace knowing that this was my journey and, and, and I'm finding peace sharing it, but my heart just tells me like God's put it in my heart. Just say no. Yeah. You know, it's a very slippery slope and it could just be like, oh, well, I'll just do it this one time and, you know, it'll be fine. Like, I'll just try it. All my friends are trying it. Okay, well, that's fine. But what happens when, because you've done it, the next step is like, oh, then I'm just going to try this and then I'm just going to try. When do you, when do you, you know what I mean? There, yeah. When, yeah. when, when is it, is it going to end? If you just try something, it could be, it could be a very slippery slope and five, 10 years down the line, you're like, wow. I can't believe I tried that and now I'm here. And that happened with me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, for drugs, I just, just say no, man. Just, just say no. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not worth it. Um, and if you're struggling with the decision or if you're struggling, I just feel like if people are struggling, they're like, oh, all my friends are doing drugs. And even, even with drinking, like I don't drink anymore, but uh, each to their own. But if, if you're feeling pressured and you're like, oh, I really don't want to drink, you don't have to. You don't mm. have to do anything. Mm. And if for people that have found faith or people that are close to God, take it to God mm. in prayer. Take it to Him and say, God, I'm feeling like whatever you're feeling, I'm feeling pressure right now. I'm feeling that I'm, I want to take drugs or I want to drink or I want to do this. Why am I feeling that way? Give me some clarity. Just take it, take it to him and he will provide you with the answer you need. He will give you that, you know, and 
there's so much more to life. There's so much more. And he's showing me how much of a blessing life truly is, bro. Like I had to be torn down to nothing so he could rebuild me and show me how much of a blessing life is and to share my testimony. And, and that life is such an incredible blessing. And if you go down a bad path with drugs and alcohol, it can be taken away from you, like mm. without you realizing it changes the way your brain works. You know what mm. I mean? It, it changes the way that we're, we're not made to go and take these substances. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're, and, and God has such an amazing plan for you if you want to walk in his will and he will show you that. Yeah, so right. my advice is just with that kind of stuff, say no, yeah. take it to God, pray on it, whatever it is. Yeah. And he'll show you. Yeah, cool. he'll show you, bro. He'll cool. show you. Awesome. Um, relationships, I, relationships, man. This is this is a tough one because I haven't done it. I haven't <laughs> done it the right way. You yeah, know, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I hear you. It's safe to say I've I've made a lot of mistakes, but with the clarity God's given me now, man, like I know the importance of for Christian dating, the importance of setting those boundaries, bro. Mm-hmm. Setting those boundaries and just not allowing lust to get in there. You know, mm-hmm. like if you. Once again, we talk about that slippery slope. If you're like, oh, okay, well, what if, everyone's different, but what if I, you know, what if we do this? Is is this okay? Then, all right, mm. let's say you do that. Let's say you've, you're you kissing and whatever else you're doing and that leads to something else. And then what do you think the enemy is going to get in there and be like, well, yeah. what, what about this? Ne- do you know what I mean? Yeah, you've absolutely. gone that far. The enemy's in, bro. Yeah, don't yeah. let him in. Yeah. Don't let him in, bro. Yeah, um, come on. Don't let yeah. him in. It, and and it, it is just... Once again, it all comes back to that thing of saying, give it to God, bro. Take it to him. Don't ever feel ashamed. Whatever feeling you're feeling, no matter what it is, he already knows. Go to him and say, I am feeling this way. I'm feeling like I want to have sex. I'm feeling like these thoughts are entering my mind. God, please replace these these feelings with with how I'm supposed to, with joy and happiness and peace and, mm-hmm. and, and take this, this, this attack from the enemy away. Just take it away and he yeah. will, bro. He will. Yeah, he will, cool. bro. Can yeah. I pray for you, bro? Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go. get it. Let's go. All right. Father, I just pray for Dan in this moment, Father. I just pray that you that you give him peace, Father, that you give him happiness and joy, Father. I just pray that you give him everything that he needs, Father, to know that what he's doing right here in this moment with this podcast and what you're doing inside of him and allowing him to grow and refining him is for good, Father. It's He's walking in your will, Father, that this is going to touch lives. And I just bless and pray that this podcast reaches whoever it needs to reach, Father, and people receive whatever they need to receive from that, from my message and Dan's message and whoever else is you know, been on this podcast or will be in the podcast in the future, Father. I just pray that you bless each and every listener, Father. And I just pray that you you give Dan peace, Father, through this tough time. Relationships are hard, Father, and we know that, but we know that if we bring everything to you, Father, you will continue to work, Father. We know that you're the Prince of Peace, the Spirit of Truth, Father. Mm. And I just pray that you that you give Dan peace father that you and let him know that even though he he wants this relationship to work that you are working in his best interests all the time father you are always working 
and you will everything you do will we will you do for good father and let him know that whatever's going to be will end up end up the best thing for him so give him peace happiness and joy father and remove anything else that is inside of his father heart soften his soften his heart father allow him to feel your love father allow him to feel your grace in this moment in the future and just give him hope you know hebrews 6:19 hope and anchor firm and secure I just pray that you give him hope, Father. I pray that he feels that and that he knows that there is hope, even though today he might not feel it, tomorrow he might not feel it, and the next day he might not feel it because he is going through this breakout, Father. I just pray that he feels hope and that you fill his heart with hope, Father. In Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Father, amen. Amen. Oh man, you got me tearing up. <laughs> I gotta give you a hug, even though we're yeah, bro, even though we're just on the bro. podcast. Thanks for that, man. Oh man. I love you, bro. Oh, I love you I too. Love you. Far out. Oh man. Whew. Hey, uh, more of that. More love that, of that. Bro. Love that. Dude, thanks, man. No worries, thanks man. for that. You're doing, you're doing good things, my guy. Oh. And however I can help. Oh I'll mate, be, you've done flipping. I'll be there, bro. Oh man, I appreciate that, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for coming to the podcast. Welcome, my dude. Welcome. Chatting and everything like that. Guys, um, whew, okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. Um, I'm going to put um, your details in the bio. Definitely. Instagram definitely, yeah. or Facebook. For sure. What works? Um, I'll, I can write it in. Yeah, yeah. any bro. Like, like I say, if what I'm saying resonates with anyone and they, they, yeah. they just have a feeling like God's put something in their heart to have a chat with me, honestly call me like cool. and we can discuss you know Sick, man. if that's Sick. if that's what needs to happen let's get it awesome awesome dude lots of love man thanks for coming on welcome bro um guys um thank you for listening um and uh the biggest takeaway i've got now of this is that how important it is to take action mm. of what we're doing so true um so let's keep going keep winning the good fight um and flipping when we're running after him um we're a winner, you know, mm. and that's what it's all Thank about. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, God. You, all Jesus. credit to you. All credit to you. Thank you for listening, guys. Wow. You've been listening to The Happenance Podcast. Your host, Daniel Casadillo. Guest, Daniel Crisp. Guys. Dan, Dan Squared. I love yeah. it. Let's get it. <laughs> the adventure continues. Lots of love. God bless. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. At the end of the day, we've all got different views on how we see the world. And if you have any questions or want to challenge more of my thinking, you can get in contact with me on Instagram at Dan Casadio. Thank you again for giving me your attention for this bit of time. I genuinely appreciate it and I'm very, very grateful. I hope you win this week. You've got this. God bless. Ciao.